And we are live on the Weirdos Only podcast. We have Viridiana Elizarraras, Culitiana, Culo Bajito, Mujer, <laughs> Lagarto, Viva, De La Selva, La Candona. Woo, woo. Thank you, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Viri is a very good friend of mine. Um, we met in college, San Diego State University, um, in a study group, in a study group with... Um, with, uh, Where other, do we even meet? I don't even remember. I don't honestly. even remember meeting you. I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's probably at the house, you know, at the cottage. The, yeah, a social or something. Oh, okay, okay. Playing icebreakers. Uh, my name's Ed. Uh, my <laughs> major is, and then all stupid. Everyone's all shy at the beginning, right? Everyone's. I know, dude. Friends. Maybe what well, you know what I think it was, Southwest Keys. No. Wasn't that when you guys crossed and that and then we went to Southwest Keys? Yeah, I wasn't that like I the think, first thing we ever like the first time we were hanging out with you guys. Well, I don't remember Southwest Keys like meeting you, but I remember you were at the remember um we had our crossover party or something at that club below or whatever. Oh it's called yeah 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 below. And then and then I remember um. Oh, it's called we're basement. Oh, now it's called below. No, no, no. I it think now below? it's now it's before called before it was called below. Yeah. Now it's ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Es que yo ya no salgo, mija. No, ya no, no. Puro <laughs> sábado, puro sábado gigante. Ya ni sábado gigante tienen, dude. No, no, la cuatro. <laughs> She's fucking la fucking cuarentona, ya está. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. We're gonna do um we're gonna do rapid questions already because you're getting boring full. I mean, no, I'm I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh like I said, I mean we we met in college. Um I think one one thing that you know I remember I, both of us, I mean both of us we worked right when we were, while we were in college. Yeah. And I feel like there's always a like like, kids, you know, there's the people who don't work or they fucking work at the market all lane, know. you know, little tiny job, little fucking stealing. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Snake ass foods. I'm married to a thief. <laughs> <laughs> but no. like, it's, it's a, it's a challenge, right? And I feel like, at least for me, like I worked, I mean, and I didn't really need the money. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't need a, that much money. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like, you know, I lived with my parents and stuff when I was yeah. in school and, or, you know, and then I got financial aid and whatnot. But I mean, I, I was like one of the guys that would like pay for a lot of things, you know what I mean? Like, or like, oh, I'll put up money, like whatever. Yeah. But you were always working. And then like some people would just be like, oh, God, let's go do this. Or, let's go do that. I got to work. Or yeah. like, you're, you're still balancing work, school and the social life, right? Like in college, it's like, it's very, I feel like it's very important to have that social life and that circle. Yeah, it, for sure. Like, it was really hard for me, especially, well, I didn't get any financial aid at all. Like, I put myself through school with scholarships and just, like, my own money. So, it was, like, it kind of sucked because, um, like you said, you there was always people, like, the girls that lived at the cottage or, you know, in the dorms or whatever, always trying it's to Tuesday, go out. Tuesday, like, yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> just, you know, trying to have fun or even just to hang out like not even partying and I would have to be like well you know I'm going to school like pretty much like eight to four or whatever and then working from like five to ten p.m like every day or five days a week and yeah. so it was like kind of it kind of sucked you know because like 
I think, um, like you said, having that social aspect in college is super important. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I didn't really have that in the beginning. Um, not until I joined the sorority is when I kind of like had well, a little bit when more. When did you join? I, you were a sophomore uh, or junior? I, I was a sophomore. Okay. Actually, no, I was a junior. I was a junior. Um, so, I mean, I, I had towards like the second part and I'm so happy that I did because I mean, I still kept working and stuff, but at least, you know, like you have something to look forward to or like people to rely on friends and things like that. And obviously those relationships, I still have to this day, um, with my sword, some of my sorority sisters. So super happy to have joined that for sure. I mean, you ended up marrying, a a fraternity guy so you know what i mean i so know it just everything now like just seeps like the whole thing now it's such a big part of your life and not just you know to some degree not even just your sorority but the fraternity as well you know what i mean yeah it, it comes with it that's true and it's funny because like my well my sister um younger than me she went to college as well and i feel like she did have still like college friends but she wasn't a sorority or anything. And I think it's just like different, a different type of relationship, you know, just yeah. because you spend so much time with each other, like it, well, it is a sisterhood, but like there really are like my sisters, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm super grateful for them. And uh, like you said, even for the guys, obviously I, I don't even know that I would have met you or like any of the other gammas, but uh, obviously through Misao, I was able to, and I consider like a lot of you guys, my friends too, you know, yeah. so it's just like really valuable relationships that I've gained um, throughout the years. Yeah. I think that, like I said, it's, uh, it, it's it, for people on the outside, sometimes they're just like, Oh, you guys just party. You guys just, you know, this and that. But like, I mean, literally what I was talking about was like Southwest keys is like a, it's a charity, you know what I mean? Yeah. To go in and help the kids and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we hang out, but I think like a big part of college is that experience and, and the people that you meet and kind of the the growth, right? Because then you're like, now you're like, oh, well, this person's doing this. And I know like a lot of you guys work at the same place and that's yeah. all because of everybody went to college. It's like, oh, we'll hook them up with the job and like, you know, who's there and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, it really, it definitely helped to build those, like um, just be part of a network and stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. And, um, do you remember the first time you met Misa? Yeah, dude. Okay, so was he a douche? Was he? Uh, he wasn't a douche, but was he, he was dancing annoying. all sick. Was he dancing all sick? Shuffling all he crazy. Was all shuffling all sick. No, no, uh, dude. It was me, um, Ace and i think rachel i forget like it was a couple of us walking um through campus and then we saw misa like on his little skateboard that he always used to ride he stole from somebody it wasn't probably wasn't a skateboard <laughs> oh, it's probably danny's Danny skateboard well he was riding it and i just remember like seeing him and everyone all the girls thought he was all cute and i was like nah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's not that cute you know um no. and then he was like whatever i guess i mean i didn't really uh have too much interaction with him like prior to that so i was like whatever and then finally i met him at the cottage like another time and he was being pretty annoying um 
went into the cottage to turn everything upside down for I don't know why. I guess they were having a little. Oh, is it the prank war or whatever? Yeah, exactly. And I just thought he was so annoying. I was like, how immature. Who does that? (laughs) And here I am. Here Uh, I am with a ring on my finger. This immature asshole. (laughs) Yeah, but he grew on me, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. We won. So we won the prank war then. That's, That's what you're saying. No, no, no. Pranks on you. (laughs) Jokes on you. Right? Got him. I don't know, dude. You guys went back and forth, but I didn't live there, so I didn't really keep up with, like, all the, like, the scores and stuff. Dude, they freaking, they they tied up Danny. They literally tied him up. They, like, had him in a chair all sick. They wrote on his (laughs) head and everything. Poor Danny. He's all small. And then they had to let him go, and then he, like, what is it, um? I think he. I think it was. It was somebody got arrested. I'm not gonna name any names. Uh oh. Um, uh, and it wasn't like a, a crazy thing. They just got arrested. But Danny went and talked to the cops. But I think Danny was talking to the cops with like fucking like <laughs> STPs rock my socks or something on his oh my like God. forehead or something. I don't know. Crazy. So, so there was um yeah there was a few of those times, but um yeah I mean so now I guess so thinking back now like. Fuck, I mean, you guys have been together how many years? Uh, it's going to be nine years, um, nine years in, like, in July. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I think uh, what I mean it would be a good thing. I don't know if we've talked about it any. I don't think we have. It's kind of just, uh, I would say, the dynamic between between your, your relationship. What, what do you think? What do you think has changed? I mean, now you're like, uh, you know, you're you kind of obviously has changed from like when you were dating. You know what I mean? You have a freaking yeah. ring on your finger, um, or like, I don't know. What do you think? Anything changed for you? Because I feel like, at least from my outside perspective, and I think it's a good thing that it doesn't feel like anything changed for you guys. And which I feel like, at least for me, I feel like that's how it should be. Because people are always like, oh, we're now, we're married. And now you got to, yeah. like, it's just like, wait, why would it change? You know, like, yeah. at least drastically change is what I'm saying. Right. I mean, obviously things do change, you know, like, it's normal, it's natural. and But not, um, like, deep down our, our connection um, is has always been like of a friendship connection it's so cheesy and like so cringy to say i guess like oh he's my best friend i don't know i feel like people like think it's all weird but that's people you could you could still say it like what you're like hey people yeah feelings (laughs) yeah you're so you're you're like the cheesiest person why are you trying to hide it i know i know um (laughs) (laughs) which laugh it, it'll come out later maybe no oh, but i'm still um, loosening up we're still getting there yeah you know no my i mean ever since the beginning like we well misa's personality is very like silly very outgoing i'm actually i think am the opposite of him i'm not that outgoing and so i think he like brought that out in me a little bit more um and he's like i think we're just like super like friends anything that yeah. i find funny i'm always like hey misa look at this and he's always you know doing the same thing to me um yeah. we've matured obviously in a relationship and stuff like that but uh, yeah, exactly but we always try to keep it fun and light you know um he's really showed me that just to look at the positive things in life and kind of don't stress about certain things um and i think that's what's 
really helped us, you know, just stay like a good positive relationship. Um, exactly. Have a good balance is gonna. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, everyone has, you know, their ups and downs or little fights and bickering, but for the most part, um, I think as long as you can like laugh with your partner and just have fun, that's what's going to keep your relationship pretty strong and communication, obviously. Yeah. That's what really worked for us, for sure. So, um, I guess, it, so we don't, so, so we, we don't just keep it so like, Hey, yeah, it's going to like, what, what was, cause I, I think, I think since I know you and, you know, I, like we have a pretty good friendship to, you know, between each other that I've never seen you as like too shy yeah but I, I feel like if i really think about it you are but it's just because like obviously with us you're like yeah whatever you know what i mean but you're yeah. always like pushing me to do dumb shit and it's just like, <laughs> you know do it again, I live do it again. through you that's why <laughs> do it again do that voice <laughs> so i mean but I, I guess um what what was a what what was a challenge for you? I guess even even from the beginning, just say even just being in a relationship. Um, I know that like uh, and that it's it's up to you if you want to share. But I know that you had mentioned like before, you you had you had dated somebody that you thought was like you know you or you were kind of you kind of lost yourself. You you had mentioned I think you told me in a relationship which you yeah. feel wasn't healthy. I mean, it could be wrong, but I, I feel like that was kind of something that you had mentioned to me. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, I think when someone changes you to um, not be yourself, um, it doesn't like motivate you to do better or stuff like that. It's not healthy at all, obviously. So what changed or why I really um, like gravitated towards Misal is that he's always positive and he's not afraid to be silly and like you know I feel like if I want to do something silly I'm not embarrassed to do that stuff around him um and so I just feel like really relaxed with you don't him mind being and, a weirdo around him <laughs> no I don't at all yeah. um and so I think that's one of the big big changes um plus obviously Misa comes from like the same family dynamic as me um we both come from like big families and stuff so that just like cemented our relationship even more because we have like the same values um but yeah just just him like being motivating me to do better and um you know just be fun and try to get out break out of my shell even though it's still hard sometimes but yeah. you know i try what was the time i think that, that you that you would say like man i was like so embarrassed or something you know Cause I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I guess, I guess like I, one time I remember was like the time with Billy, you know, that was a time that you were being crazy. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, but I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm That's just saying, a different like, uh, like I'm just saying like in the, in the sense of like, you know, you're like, you're, you're able to, to have fun and be that, like that person, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, oh yeah. Like, let's, you know what I mean? Where like, sometimes it seems like it was, it was, you know, you were just like, oh, like Misa's being crazy, you know? Yeah. It was like well, you were able to come out of your shell as well, you know? Well, um, I guess like an example of how I kind of changed a little bit is like he's from Orange County. So the first times that I went to visit his friends um, over there in Orange County, 
I walked into like this group of friends who had known each other for a long time and I'm just there like hello you know all trying to be a little fly on the wall all hello. awkward yeah all awkward so I don't know um I think he you know try to include me in in like his friend stuff but you know people have inside jokes and all yeah that's hard it's it's a hard it's a hard transition when you're when you're getting introduced to the friends and stuff like that and yeah. you know and then they're they're kind of like what can we say what can't we say exactly. you know because i feel like I, I and i've always said it like like uh to me i'm like if i'm in a relationship i don't i don't care like i i literally don't like i don't you know, like if you pop into my house, if you know what I mean, or or if I'm at the bar or something, and you know, I'm with a friend or I'm with a friend, and they're like, "Oh, where are you at? Oh, I'm at, you know, whatever. I'm at Modern Times," and yeah. then you pop in, I don't care because I have nothing to hide, and I'm like, "Yeah, like I want you to, like, it should be like that. It should be like kind of yeah. like you know, you're able to kind of come in, whether it's obviously like that learning curve of like, oh well, yeah, like I don't, I don't have any, you know, I don't know the inside jokes. You rapport with the yeah, with the I had a one of my friends and, and he, he was dating a girl and, um, and she was from LA. So he lived in LA and we went mm -hmm. to high school together and he came down with his girl and he was going to hang out with his friends. But even though we went to high school together, we kind of had different friend groups. We didn't mm -hmm. really start hanging out until like we were older, you know, we were cool, but we never really. So he had a bunch of stories from high school that I wasn't involved in, you know? So, Anyways, they were telling like stories. Oh, I remember what's the name's party and blah, blah, blah. And this and that happened. So I couldn't join in either, even though I went to school with them. Yeah. Right. And then she couldn't because she obviously wasn't there. And they were kind of, you know, he doesn't live here anymore. So they were kind of catching up. And she literally went, wait, 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 wait. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. And then everybody was like, what? Like, you know, and she's like, let's talk about something we all know. That's kind of weird, huh? You know, and it was very like. Like I was just so selfish, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, dude, like I, I, at least for me, I don't know how, like it's a, we'll circle it back to kind of how it was for you in that moment. But for me, I'm like, if I'm dating somebody, then I'm like, yo, I want to meet your friends and I'm just going to shut up and I'm just going to be like, Ooh, I'm like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's literally how it kind of was. I would just listen to their stories and it'd be interesting to hear stories about me so that obviously I didn't know like from high school or you know them embarrassing funny stories um, yeah, yeah yeah exactly so um I mean they included they try to include me you know but it's just like catching up they his friends like and him have a like 15 year relationship or like friendship so that's a lot of time you know a lot of inside jokes and a lot of things that they share so I mean it just took time for me to kind of feel part of the group but yeah i would just like chill sit back and like just hear the stories and you know things like that and i would tell them stories um from san diego that obviously because they live in orange county and that's how we kind of bonded and um that's how it came to be over the years but yeah definitely just kicking back and just seeing what they have to say i guess i guess it helps also too that it wasn't just like Cause you know, a lot of, a lot of relationships are like, I, I would say that like the community, right. Of friends, like I said, like the shared friends, like I'm both yeah. of your friends that we could just hang out that it's not like, Oh, I'm going to go hang out with Ed. And then Misa will be like, well, who's Ed? It was, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like everybody knew each other. Cause like sometimes when you go to college and maybe somebody, maybe you're from here and then he's from over there 
but he just has friends over there. He doesn't have any friends mm-hmm. here and you have all your friends here. So then it has to be this whole like, oh, well, our friend and my friends and it's always a battle. And now it's like, I feel like you have so many friends that are shared, you know? Yeah, that it's, that's true. Most, all my friends, like, I mean, I know all his friends from Orange County and obviously we share common friends from the fraternity and the sorority. So it's super helpful. Like, um, like you said, if I want to go hang out with, I don't know, someone, he's going to know who I'm with and vice versa, you know? So it's kind of cool. Yeah. And I'm kind of saying like in the, in the sense of the kind of the, the, you guys connecting, like, because sometimes you're like, well, fuck, we only hang out with your friends. Like, well, your friends don't live in, in San Diego. Like you're from Orange County kind of deal. And sometimes that can create a, a a barrier, you know what I mean? Well, let's go to Orange County more kind of deal. You know what I mean? But I feel like his, you know, his friends are a little bit different and he has a, a lot of friends here too, that he, you know, relationships that he built. You know, because he is a social person as well, because sometimes you get somebody that's just like in a relationship and they're just like, eh, like, I don't talk to anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. He, he has, um, he's so social, dude. Like I'm from San Diego and I feel like when we go to the grocery store, people recognize him and I'm like, what the heck? I've been living here my what whole life. What the heck? I'm fucking beady. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny though, but yeah, that is um, very Misa. They probably know him from the podcast. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. I he's, heard he's been very he's popular. The, he's, the, he's got the top spot on the podcast. They, they know him from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Así que le tienes que ganar. You know, you gotta fucking turn it on, start doing voices. Like, you know, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let, then let's get into something. I, I want I want you to I want you to share stories. I feel like you have a lot of stories, but you, you're still you're still you're still coming out of your shell. So everybody, hold on on the podcast. Don't you know? Don't write her off yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on another podcast and they were like the dude set, set it up like oh like he's everyone's telling me how funny you were and this is and that um, but then the stuff we were talking about was very serious so i had no opportunity to be like eh, like, like you know yeah. you know sometimes you know no, so like i couldn't i couldn't tell i couldn't oh. tell any jokes it was just i had to i had to keep with what it was going which is fine you know i couldn't say one of my favorite uh spanish words cachondo Oh, cachondo. Cachondo. Sounds so creepy, dude. It does. Huh. So I guess I, I mean, think. Speaking of cachondo, I've been to a few of your family parties, and I feel like that's where you would have tons of fucking stories. I mean, I already have stories that I'm thinking of from going to your parties, like when we did a whole quinceañera dance. Oh for my your, god, your birthday. That was so much fun. So yeah, my mom, well, my parents. No sé qué les pasó, dude, but they became like party animals after we were kind of growing, like after. So when you were a kid, that wasn't, that didn't happen a lot? I mean, we had family parties, like piñatas, whatever, you know? Yeah, just for the birthdays or whatever? Yeah, just for the birthdays. And that was pretty much it, like with our family. But now, dude, my mom, I don't know. She's on a good one because she'll have a party (laughs) for anything. She's literally will have a party for like Halloween. She'll throw a big old party for Easter, like obviously um, Christmas and Thanksgiving, all those. But even if it's a regular Sunday in the summer or whatever, she'll have sick ass barbecues. Like it's always like, oh. stacked. It's always stacked. Dude. Dude, it's a typical Mexican party stacked with food. I know. She's like, oh, I'm going to have a little, una carne asada, you know, like just inviting like two friends over or whatever. All the next, like the next thing you know, there's like 15, 20 people there, music. 
Yeah. I'm like, damn. Una um, novio tengo. For real. But I mean, I really like it. I don't know what happened to her. Like, she wasn't that party high, but it's She's, like, they're super fun, dude. They're, it's, probably they're, it's probably because her kids are a lot more grown up now that she's like, I don't have to, yeah, you know. I think so. And it's because, like, um, maybe she always had the idea, but like, never really had anyone to help her execute, like, the party, you know? And so now that I'm older, I'm like, hey, mom, like, let's do this. You know, you want some drinks, you want this and that. And so she's more, um, like, willing to do it. You know, like, anything that she wants. Yeah. Um, so it's been super fun. So for my birthday, my 30th birthday, which was last uh, July. Just five years ago. No. Um, <laughs> no. Last July. Uh -huh. I was supposed to have um, a big party, like a. Oh, uh, don't talk shit party. about COVID, okay? Don't talk shit no, about. No, I COVID. am. No, okay. no, COVID is good for you. No. Um, hey, we're so we're we're COVID we're we're COVID um buddies. Immune? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally. Um, so I was gonna have this big party, right? And it got ruined because of COVID. But um, don't hate me, everyone. But we still had a little party at my house. Oh. Um, I know. Super spreader. No, no one got sick, surprisingly. So that's good. That's what it was. They just play that, uh, what that, that, um, the, what is it? Banda el Toro? Cool. The, the, no, the one, La Noche Que Chicago Se oh, Murió. I love that song. And then he just like shaking that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, when I was a kid, there was a family. I forgot who they were. I think they were like my dad's friends. And they would make it would make the son and daughter dance to quebraditas. Oh my god, me too. But it was just them. There's videos of like there's a whole party going on, nobody's dancing, and they're just dancing in the middle, all sick. Oh, da, 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 da. Like and they don't they don't look happy. They just have like a fucking blank like face and then mm, mm. wait, the kids, you said? Yeah, they were the How old kids. And they said that they liked it. I don't know, but they were like, I don't know. They had to be like 12 13 or something oh dang that's kind of an awkward age huh to be it was like hey go dance with your sister all sick the fucking twirl her around and ah, that's it funny weird. it was weird to me but we, anyway. have a home, we have a bunch of home videos like now that you said about the quebraditas um i used to be like well i love to dance so even from when i was little all on the home videos you would see me freaking dancing with my little little boots my little outfit all cute like all my cousins that are like my age no they never wanted to but i'm over here pulling them what you your little chola bangs or, or was that no, previously no, no this is when i was like five or six like oh, little okay. yeah all cute and you're the oldest so how, the oldest. how 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 apart far apart are you you're you're the next one is your sister right my sister, she's 25, and then oh, so my brother. That's a pretty Justin, big gap, 21. though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were always like, if I was in um, high school, she was in middle school. If I was in yeah. uh, middle school, she was in elementary. So it's her, and then my brother, he just turned 21, and then my sister's 18, and my other sister's 15. Mm -hmm. So big family. So big family yeah <laughs> okay so going back to my party that i was gonna have eight 
with, well, I didn't have the party, right? And we're going to celebrate my 30th birthday and then my little sister's, like, wannabe quinceañera. Yeah. Um, so we headed at the house. I told my mom, okay, well, you know, just a party with, like, just regular food. I'm going to invite some friends Ooh, over. Oh, that's when you had that bomb-ass cake, huh? <laughs> yes. Ooh! My mom and my tia went all out decorating the, like, the patio or whatever. It was so nice, like, with all these balloons, all the stuff, the cake was so cute city heights i know right um dude the my dad got down with all the food we had drinks it was so much fun and then you guys decided to do a little vals a little quinceanera vals that we literally came up with like on the spot oh yeah choreography is it's, it's our strength but it came out so good there's got to be a video out there we got to put it out i know i'm sad <laughs> didn't your aunt take a video or something yeah she took one but it was like kind of towards the end like a bad angle you know oh I know, you know, like yeah yeah are they recording it's their face they think they're recording oh, God. they're all ah. <laughs> what yeah, dude, I had I had a lot of fun um, just reliving those moments. It's like that kind of thing that I really appreciate when you have like those types of friends, you know, that are your lifelong friends, I guess. Or willing um, to do a baile, a baile sorpresa and your 30th yes. birthday, at your double yeah. quince. Dude, when I turn 45, otros 15 años, e. you better be ready. Damn, I'm ready. That one we need to choreograph. Yeah, dude. You're the one who didn't let me choreograph something for your wedding. I gotta... Everybody do dance now. Do, 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 do. do it, dude. Do a surprise dance. Bert's gonna want to jump in there. No. Stomping everywhere. He oh, always, Bert tells me the story, and I want to mention about him clapping loud. And then I was like, "Bro, you clap really loud!" Like he's like, well, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why you clap so loud. Like, doesn't that hurt?" Like your hands when like you've if never you heard him to... clap whenever he's like clapping he claps really loud no like just psh, ah, lose a finger all sick wow so what's up with you ed so what's up with you <laughs> this is your show normally what's up with me there's always something what's up with me mm -hmm. you know okay Que te cuento, comadre? Que te cuento? A ver. Um, what, what, we always had, like, I always I always think of, like, the times that we went out, like, uh, with Jenny. With Jen, Jenny oh, yeah. Cow, and, like, just, just going in, like, a, like, North Park and just, just, like, basically chilling, you know? I think that, you know, it was weird because I think before, and even though, like, Misa was in the fraternity, like, I feel like I would talk to you more than I would talk to him, even though he was, like, there like all the time or i would probably see him more yeah but i wouldn't really like talk to him and then like with us we'd go out like jenny or whatever and we would like chill and we would talk you know what i mean yeah we were literally talking about it the other day about how you really have become like one of our good friends as of recently i guess or for him because i told him i considered you my good friend like for a couple of years now yeah. Like he said, we would go out and even us to, you know, to have a drink. Yeah. To the North Park little, what's it called? The 
festivals, day festivals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, remember that? Uh-huh. To that uh, what, was it the Adams one or was it? Yeah, like the Adams Street Fair. We got there all late. That was, was so nothing. random because we were like, oh, this thing is done. And then and then we started listening to those guys and then everything started closing. And then I think somebody asked them, huh? Like, oh, are you guys stopping? They're like, we're going to keep going. They're like, oh, we're like, yeah. Yeah, it was like this random parking, like little parking spot, like outside of a storefront or something. And they. The crowd was the weirdest house. crowd, too. It was like older yeah. people dancing all sick, like hippies. There was like young people, like random like dudes that were like you know like just different styles every and everybody yeah. was just chilling and everybody yeah. was drinking we we're drinking right on the street remember yeah and um they were drinking out of those like big gulps or whatever oh yeah because the 7-eleven like, was right there yeah there was this group of like i don't know three or four they were freaking trash remember they were like freaking throwing their drinks on the ground like dancing all crazy but i mean they were having a good ass time so hey it was fun it's like one of those where you're not planning to dance, but out of nowhere, you're like, hey, I'm feeling the music, you know, like it was it was so much fun. I think it was one and like I think that the, that's that's a good example of like, I think it was one. of I think it was like a random like, you know, hey, I want to go or like, I don't know, Misa was out of town and you're like, I was going to go with him or something or and I was like, well, fuck it, let's just go. Like we didn't even like it wasn't like we planned to go is my point. Yeah. And we were just kind of walking. We're like, oh, it's kind of over. But then it was like such a cool thing that we experienced, you know? Yeah. I remember you texted me and you were like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, nothing. And Misa wasn't, Misa was in Mexico, I think, during that time. And I was literally in my bed, like all tirada, you know, like not doing anything. <laughs> and you're like, you want to go? Just staring at the yeah. freaking roof. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be awful, you know? Like, oh, you're all, oh, pues estoy bien ocupada, pero ahorita me no, no, no te apures. Yeah, that's the type of, like, stuff, though, if I'm down, like, if I'm not doing anything and I want to go, I don't really care to be like, oh, I got to get ready for, like, three hours to look all cute, <laughs> like, whatever, let's go, you know? <laughs> whatever, whatever, let's go. Yeah. Damn, sick ass flex. You're flexing on. You're flexing on these girls. I don't need makeup. There you go, right. girl. Lean in, girl. Lean oh, in. No, I need it, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I be needing it. No. As long as I have my eyebrows on, I'm good. No, just get them tattooed. Full sick. Nah, I'm scared. What if they come out like chola? Wow, that's the. Oh, porque ahorita no están chola. Nah, they're sharpie to end No, see. No, but have you seen like those micro bleeding or whatever eyebrows? Have you seen that? I saw one where like, where like they put, I saw it was like a meme and the dude, he put like, I guess the, they put it on like some, like así como que se las pintan, but then you yeah. take that off. But you have oh, to like a dye. What is that? What is that? I don't know. I think, see, I think it's like a dye or something like that. Like you put like a paste and then you take it off and like it just dyes your skin. Oh, well, yeah, but then they look all sick or whatever, right? But, like, so this lady went, like, to her husband and was like, what do you think, babe? And he was like, what did you do? And she was like, what do you mean? You know? Was it a prank or was it for real? Huh? It it wasn't, well, I guess it was a prank, but it was just, like, she hadn't, like, taken it off, but she was trying to act like, oh, I see van a estar, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't get that style. I mean, at least you're not you're not doing it, so I can make fun of it. Um, <laughs> when the girls that are like they bring them in more, and then there's like a little tiny, and they like they make them really square in the middle. 
Yeah. Have you seen that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's because they like fade them in so much that like it's just one continuous line. Yeah, it's, it was a style like that. It was like you bring it in more and then it's like super like harsh, like line in the middle. See, like freaking like like a uh, like SpongeBob or the freaking or Millhouse, the little. Yeah, like, I can't. Whereas fucking eyebrows. Like they put concealer and stuff all like on top, like freaking outline the whole eyebrow. So it's just like a little white halo around your eyebrow. I'm like, no. I personally, I personally like, um, and I'm sorry, ladies, but I always like like girls that don't wear that much makeup. Yeah, what if? So you never dated a girl that was no, like never only men straight cake face. <laughs> Wait, have I? No, I mean I've like gone on dates, and I think when oh oh you know what that fucker um it was like, <laughs> I was like should I it was like no um yeah yeah I did this was like in high school though um and I remember well I think it was also prom. And then she was mm -hmm. all pissed off because they messed up her makeup. And I, you know me, I was like, I was like, no, buddy. She was like freaking that, that freaking, uh, what's his name? And Tepillin. Oh, God. Tepillin, Tepillin. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was like, it was a lot. But I remember when I dated her, like, man, I fucking lost so many shirts. Because if she would lean on me or something, like, ah, yeah. oh, chinga su madre, you know? Or you hug her right in the front, right there, all <laughs> And this was back in the days, you know, so this was todas estaban poniendo harina. They didn't have mac. Mis días, mija, no, no te cuento. Poniendo harina y luego maseca. Fucking all sick. Maicena on the dry. Yeah, that's the trick. No sabes. No, dude. I don't think I ever wore, like, that much makeup like that. Yeah, I and I think, yo tampoco, you know, like, I'm just, you know, I just, I embrace my, I have nice skin, so, you know, I gotta, I gotta show it off. Yeah. Sick ass flex, you know? You know what, that is something that, you know, like when they say, what are you grateful for? I am yeah. so grateful I never got like severe acne or anything, you know what I mean? That's and, true. And I don't know where that, I don't know if that, I mean, like, cause I never had it. So I don't know where that comes from. Like if it's something that you can prevent or if people just get it and you're just fucked, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Cause obviously I think I did have some acne in high school. I mean, I had my time. Well, like I never pimples, There's a that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between like yeah. pimples and like acne. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever had that, but I'm sure it comes from like genetics and also it doesn't help you know, when you're in high school, you don't know anything. You don't know how to take care of your skin. Pinches, papitas, unos hashiros. Yeah. Unos hashiros. With your makeup on. Um, I don't know, just being all sweaty, like, in pee or whatever. All disgusting. Going to the next period, right? Hey, did, yeah. you, have to, did you have to shower in, in PE? No, I don't even think I ever had PE. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't. I wow, in, in middle school and high school? Oh, in middle school, but no one showered in middle school, like in during PE. Yeah, well, it's because um, our, our junior high, we didn't have to do it, but there was the next junior high over, they had to shower. And I remember mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to go there because we're going to have to shower. Like it was all, you know. Oh, really? You know, no. you know the chiles. And... Dude, no. In, in high school, I never had regular PE because um, I was always involved. You only in needed other... like one credit, no? Like in high school, it was like one or two credits. And then a lot of the girls would take dance. No, At I least never. At my school, that. I think it for mine. Vale, um, it took 
No, I took What's ROTC. Ooh! <laughs> what? Cringing. I never knew that. You didn't? No, fool. Oh, thank you for your God. service. Damn, did you go to Iraq? <laughs> 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 yeah. I didn't know you were an ROTC. That's why you yeah. shaved your head. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I was, dude. I oh, but it's a little right? Like, like yeah, all super dude. tight. Like, you put it in. Yeah. yeah oh, did you I see was... the gorilla glue girl? No. Yeah. Oh, what an idiot. Um, but dude, I was an ROTC for like two years. I really liked it, actually. Thank um, you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. I really, I really liked it. You know, ROTC was actually one of those things that kind of helped develop my social skills a little bit. Cause like I said, I know that I'm shy, like any new like place that I go to, I'm, it takes me a long time to come out. Yeah. Um, but in ROTC, like after my first year, I think they made me like, uh, now I even forget what it is, like a captain, I guess, or whatever. So for one of the periods, how ROTC works, it's basically led by the students. So um, obviously the teachers or the colonels and stuff, they're there to like guide you on like- Colonel, like KFC? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but the students basically lead the classes. They like teach the classes and whatever, they're the leaders. Oh, and so, <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> now I know the real truth. They're just no, chilling. But, no, but I think that having that like leadership position, I guess, really helped me um, kind of like disenvolverme, you know, like a little butterfly. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, but it was so, so you're much saying fun. you were a caterpillar. Yes. A capitular. A capitular. Yeah. Um, I did so much stuff on ROTC. I was in the color guard, so I was the ones that carry like the flags. Hiya, hi you know, you've seen those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like in one of those. I was in the drill team in the, like, where you have the rifles and you freaking yeah. throw them up in the air all crazy. Oh, wow. Um, that, I was comes also, in, that comes in handy in war. I know. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Look, fool, um, I got a gun. I can spin it. Don't fuck with me. And then I was also in, um, what's it called? The rifle team, I guess it was called. We went to like compete with other schools, like shooting, like oh, rifles. You were shooting? Yes. Damn. I was a freaking sharpshooter. Damn. I even got little medals and stuff. So American don't even, sniper. Don't even come at me because mm, I don't know, dude. Do, do, do. Yeah, oh. I did a bunch of stuff. 500 I, never told you about that. I never heard about that. I didn't what? know you were. No, you, know, you got recruited by the fucking Sinaloa. Cartel. Hey, don't even play with that, man. I need to no, scared. No, no, I know. I'll show you next time. I think I still have like a picture or something. I still have some parts of my uniform and I have a picture of me in the color guard with my uniform all cute. Just kidding. I was embarrassed to wear the uniform to school. This is so not cute. Yeah, it's not. There is like guy like pants and then like yeah you know the shirt has to be all creased and then your hair all back no makeup i didn't like it but i mean i still enjoyed the experience but the pusiste buena planchar no yeah dude iron all sick with the starch yes make the little lines, Three on lines in the back of the shirt oh. i remember there was a cholo in in 
Well, I, he, I went to middle school with him, but also high school. And he was sick with it. He was sick with it. He had a sick ass. He, and then he started getting creative. And then he started putting two creases in the front. Like he really? was like, that, that fool was walking around like he was in 3D all sick. Like a freaking <laughs> origami pants and shit. I was like, damn, this is sick. The Dickies or which? Huh? Yeah, the Dickies. And then, oh, I think he would wear the, he, would, he wouldn't wear the Dickies. No, he would wear the solo pants. The solos, the dark blue solos, and like the Ben Davis pants. What's Ben Davis? You know Ben Davis? Ben Davis mm -hmm. is like cholo pants that has a little monkey on the back, a little gorilla. Oh, I think I saw those before. Yeah, you go to Mario's and you get some Ben Davis. Or Fat, mm -hmm. or, or fat, fat, bam, fat Bam, Fat Mart. Fat Mart, mm-hmm. Yeah, that part. Dang. I'm trying to remember what else I did. Dude, and in high school too, then I joined soccer. Okay. So I was like part of the soccer team, and then I was a cheerleader too. So I did everything. See, that's the thing is I, I, I've never, I never knew anybody who did ROTC and cheer. Yeah, dude, I did everything. No, there's nothing you can't do. I know. So, so well, how's that? I, I've met a couple people um, that did did cheer and were shy. So, what, like, what prompted you to do cheer? as knowing that it's a thing that you're going to have to put yourself out there. Was it because you want to put yourself out there or because you just want to, Oh, the cheerleaders are so cute. I want to be cute. I think both. Well, one, like I said, I love to dance. And so I think that's one thing, you know, that, um, me la atención, that I was like, Oh, like the choreographies are cute. Um, Ready, like, okay. I just be part, part of it. And two, like I said, I recognize myself like as being, shy and whatever so i i'm always like trying to push myself even though i'm gonna be uncomfortable for a bit but i always try to do things you know out of my comfort zone so i think yeah. that's like what really pushed me to but it was really fun like i didn't regret anything that i did i remember when he used to call out the cheerleaders right how do you feel yeah and plus another thing too another reason why i wanted to do that is because i would be able to go to the like um the football games oh who did you like games. who did you like oh no one no but my mom never let like? me do anything so i was like okay if i have to go then i have oh, to go. okay to you get know? out of the house kind of deal yeah, yeah. oh well, i have to go mom well, yeah i was part of the team i had yeah. to so yeah oh because you travel with the team too right if they go to another yeah. school and stuff yeah it was super fun so you never do any sports so who did no, you like? A ver, a ver, a quién te gustaba, mica? A ver. No one. Nobody? Come I mean, on. I did, I did have a boyfriend in high school. It was like one of those like little nothing serious, like little. Nothing serious, just really serious months. boyfriend? No, just like a few months or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, that could, was it. So. No, I did, uh, I did track. Um track and field. I think that's the only thing I did. I wasn't really like, I don't cause, cause my, cause I knew that some stuff you had to pay for and stuff. And then, so like, yeah. I never wanted to like, like I knew we didn't have money. Yeah. So like I never wanted to be put in the position to where like, I'd be like, Oh, I can't afford this or my parents can't afford this or forcing my parents to afford something like that. You know? Yeah. You know, something cool that we had at our high school, I went to Hoover. Um, they had this thing where you could 
well, back when Qualcomm was still around, um, you know, they had the Chargers games and all that yeah. stuff. So you would go work the Chargers game and then they would like pay you, well, not give you cash, but well, that's what we did in college. Let's say 50 bucks or whatever per the day. We did that in college. Then, that was the when we go to Qualcomm. Well, yeah, and then you would like the school would have it. You have a like a little bank account at school with like those 50 bucks. And so whatever you needed for like prom, yearbook, anything, you would just take it off the balance that you had, you know? So I never really had to pay for anything out of yeah, I started working when I was 15. Me so too. That was kind of my thing to where like I was like, oh, I just I just go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever know that I used to work at a taco shop? Taco Did I ever shop? tell you that? Yeah. No. No? No. What yeah, dude, what are you doing? So... Making making the taquitos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, so my cousin, his dad um has a taco shop and his uncle owns a taco shop too so then she's like oh you know like do you have a job for vd whatever i was 15 and they're like yeah it's over there on market Se llama Gualbertos. <laughs> why do they always do that i don't know the best one the best one was on on university it was called analbertos it was like analbertos oh, really? <laughs> i know and that's true like i don't even know why they call him that because like that's not even his dad's or um uncle's name it sounds like like guadalajara or something like and then like bertos or what i don't know dude but wait how old this was your first job or yeah that was my first job i was 15 and i would take the i think i would only work on the weekends but i would take like the bus and the trolley down over there to market and like work you know whatever yeah. yeah dude um but i was just a cashier like a little cashier and i would like help you were make just chicken. i didn't think you owned the place i, I, was, oh, I, only, know. I was just a cashier but there was it was a small like taco shop but you could go and sit down and eat like inside yeah um so then i had to be the waitress too i guess at the same time and then i had to help with like prepping stuff mm -hmm. which i hated freaking cutting like all these freaking onions shredding oh. them. yeah like, i worked when i worked at in and out dude that was one thing i couldn't do the fucking cebolla i was like ah. I had to do that, and then i had a the worst thing that i hated to do is they would like order this cheese in a big ass box like a huge block <laughs> they like, make you shred it box. or what they make you shred the yes. cheese <laughs> <laughs> It's a giant block of cheese. Yes, <laughs> no, like probably like 40 pounds. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> How would you start? Work. Like you just like in Rayanda, oh, no, style a, or what? No, no, they have um like a cheese cutter. It's just a wire, like just literally. Oh yeah, yeah the wire, wire and, but but that just cuts slices, no? Yeah, so you cut it into smaller blocks Ooh. and then take those freaking big old like five gallon buckets or whatever yeah um and just straight shred it just fucking for days i seen all this fucking boom boom yeah. boom with the, just a regular fucking just as regular shredder yeah like a little box like shredder like the ones thing. your mom has like just the yeah. ones you have in the kitchen yes Fuck, it good. <laughs> dude it was so annoying i hated doing that Damn. I would make salsas. Um, what else? I think that's kind of it. Like cut up like vegetables. Hey, and how stuff. old were you at this? 
this point? I was 15. You were 15? Yeah, I think I only worked there for a year. That's a good amount of time, though. I mean, and you're 15 and working. I mean, it makes it. I think that, you know, I, I think that, we, I mean, we talk about it and stuff like that, but it says something about, you know, somebody who's like willing to like go out there and work. And I think that you see, and also, like you said, like you were taking the bus down there and stuff. So you were like oh, yeah. responsible from such a young age that in, and I think that it, well, let's say this, it's a good thing, right? Obviously they were responsible, but I feel like maybe your situation in, in your family, you're like, I need to go work. I need to make money. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? To help my family out or just to have things that I, at least for me, like my, like I said, I didn't join things because I was like, Oh, I know my parents don't really have the money, but like in high school, like I remember with grad night, I was a fir like first one, first day I was like, I'm paying. Cause I want to go to grad night. You know, yeah. grad night was the first time I went to Disneyland. Really? Yeah. So I was all excited. I was like, I have yeah. Mickey. You know, you know? <laughs> Uh, but like, yeah, I was like, dude, I'm going prom yearbook. Like I'm paying for it. And I'm just, you know, yeah. cause I, cause I worked, but like, you know, like, like I, I worked to be able to, to have that, those things. And so it just gave me my independence too. And then I bought a car and this and that, you know, yeah, bien perron, you know, what kind of car was it? Uh, I used to use my dad's Explorer. He had a, a like a 96 Ford Explorer. That was yeah. fun. That was a lot of fun because then you pack more people in there and stuff like that. Yeah. And my brother used to drive another Explorer that he had and that was a lot of fun too. But then I got, uh, it was, it was a 96 Nissan Maxima mm. with leather interior. It was salvaged, but you know, it was, it got the, <laughs> it got the, You're like, I might die <laughs> the airbag. No, it didn't. It didn't have the. Um, no, actually, I crashed it. I crashed it a year before the. Well, actually, the summer before I was gonna go to college, and so my decision on where I was gonna go to college ended up being based on that because I had money saved up. And then once I crashed my car, I was like, "No, pues ya valía. I got. I'm just gonna oh. go to San Diego State." You know what I mean? Yeah. I was gonna be in San Diego State. Todas las escuelas me querían Harvard. Uh, okay. LA, Columbia. But yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay in San Diego, homie, because this is my town. You know. Gotta represent. You know, vente pa Harvard. I just saw this thing. <laughs> I just saw this thing about a girl that was like talking to these guys from Harvard, and she was like, "What's that?" And they were like, "Harvard," oh and like, they, like she did it on purpose, you know, like oh, okay, with them. That's really funny. Yeah, dude, I was like, exactly like you said, you know, your mindset that you needed to like work because you don't want to kind of burden your parents and stuff like that. That was just how I, I mean, thought. You want things like, oh, I want clothes yeah. or, you know. Well, I wasn't really ever one to like ask my parents for stuff or like even want that much stuff, I guess. But just knowing that I had it if I wanted to and I didn't yeah. have to ask my parents, like just made me feel like way better. Um, and then I had another job that I don't know if he knew about this one. So after I got fired from the taco shop, by the way. Oh, yeah. Why'd you get fired though? So Man, fuck this cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know the mocos. So, I don't know if like I wasn't cutting it or what I felt like it was, but it was funny how I got fired because the, I wasn't um, cutting it. My cousin's uncle called my house back then i didn't have a phone or anything you know cell phone oh yeah called my house oh we got to talk about that for sure talk to my mom and then she's like oh talk to my mom yeah you know like oh yeah like to not come in anymore she fired you through her mom yeah he didn't even talk to me i was like all right yeah snake ass 
Yeah, dude. So that was that. And then after that, well, I, um, that's when I graduated high school. And then for that summer, I went to go to Fresno to spend it with my aunt, my favorite aunt. Fresno is like such an armpit, but I just wanted to be like, um, spending time with my aunt. Yeah, dude. Ooh, brutal. Yeah. I went to go pick grapes for the entire summer. Yeah, straight Caesar Chavez. Yeah. Fucking Dolores Huerta right here. It was crazy. It was, well, number one, well, one of the reasons why I did it is because my cousin, who's like a year younger than me, she lives like in Chico, and she was going to go to Fresno to spend the uh, summer with my aunt too. So we kind of like both met up there, and we're like yeah. the same age. So like, yeah, let's do it, you know? Well, you're not going to Fresno, like, because you're a kid. You're not going to, like, oh, Fresno's sick. You're just going because your family's there. Like, yeah. the same reason, like, my family's lived in uh, South Central, and I would go and spend a week up there just because I was spending a week with my cousins. But, yeah. I mean, like, there was times we were there where there was, like, a drive-by. Like, it was <laughs> not the best neighborhood. Like, but it's like, like, oh, we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, oh, having fun. So. Yeah. So we had a good time. And then, obviously, dude, we had to get up. At like 4 a.m. every single day. Oh. And then we had to go. I think my aunt was like the person who gave people rides. So we would get up, go pick up some people, and then mm. drive to the field, which mm. was at different like fields. Sometimes it would be like 30 minutes away, sometimes an hour away. Yeah. And it would be so tired and cold. Fuck. And it would still be like dark outside. And then we'd get there and then they'd let us know like what we need to do. They'd partner you up or whatever, give you your little freaking scissors to cut the grapes. And you just had to literally all day go row by row, like cutting grapes and that's it. It was so crazy though, because they had like these big, huge tubs where you would put the the grapes. And I can't remember that good, but I think they paid like, for that tub, like two dollars or something. Like oh, they would pay they, you. They would pay you by tub. Yeah, by tub. Ooh. I was like, what the heck is this? You know, like obviously it was. We didn't know we we're kids still, but to think like that, my aunt or you know just other people that have actual families to like support. Yeah. Would have to do this every single day, and I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like. Yeah, crazy. I know that's just hard yeah so it's i so mean physical and it, it, even if it's like even just like that little action right of the cutting but it's just like the repetitive motion and i don't know i mean at least for me when i worked in and out i remember like i remember thinking like fuck like i can't do this for a long term because there was days of like my hand would hurt because i would yeah. cook so much and it was just that repetitive motion of the spatula boom 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 you know what I mean? And like, I have to stretch out my hand all stupid. And I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. And then I'd be like, my hand was hurting. And then there's like a, literally a bus of people would show up. Like, oh, God. literally a bus of people. Your Mi- hand's hurting just thinking about it? Missionaries that came from Utah and they went to TJ and they build houses. And they're like, we build houses. And they fucking spent like $500 on burgers. Like, you should yeah. just, like, you guys should have just sent all that money you guys spent on burgers along the way. Thinking, yeah. You know? But yeah, no, yeah, I I remember one time, uh, one time we were doing rush or something, and I I worked that in and out, and then these missionaries are walking by, and they said, oh, is there, you know, they were trying to, you know, because we were out there tabling, and they were trying to like spread the word of Jesus to us, right? Yeah. And so uh, there's a picture of it, and I think it's on my Facebook, 
um and they they were like is there anyone you know we can we can give a prayer to and this isn't that i think it was danny or something and they were like oh talk to him and he's pointing pointing at me because he knew that i would have been like ah whatever and i was like well my hand hurts can you guys pray for my hand and like so they grabbed my there's a picture of them grabbing my hand and they're like let's oh, pray for brother ed and his hand that's damaged and i was like fuck i hope this works i was like, <laughs> but I was like oh uh, shit you know like a sick ass hand but yeah. yeah so i've been through some crazy jobs but don't leave out know, the, don't leave out the one that everybody wants to know about that's the, the one jack, jack in the box dude i work that's the My job that i had in the box, we're gonna have you <laughs> That's exactly how you sound. I got the yagana, I gotta have you. Um, no, dude. Well, that job I had it. Okay, so right when I came back from like working in the fields and I started college at SDSU, I got the job uh, Jack in the Box like right away, and I had it pretty much like throughout my whole call uh, like college career. Yeah. And I was working full time, so it was like Oof. pretty hard. Like I said, I mean, I pretty and you much used to work that late shift too, huh? Sometimes towards yeah. the end they they told me like to work the graveyard shift and oh. i did and dude it was so crazy and it was even at the worst time because like towards the end of college is when i was like partying and stuff oh. and so I was partying and then i would go into the work you're doing the pisca waking up at four this and then now you're going home at four huh yeah. <laughs> literally one time i think i did go home at like four something and then I had to work at six. <laughs> oh my god! I remember one time I went in like I think I, I worked like at nine or something, but I probably went to sleep like at at eight or seven thirty, like all stupid. Like I was like probably like eighteen or something or nineteen, and I was drinking with my brother and his friend or whatever. And I was like, but I thought like I you know when you're young you're like fuck I gotta go to work like I, I gotta yeah. go and you're all stupid. And I showed up and I was like oh fuck I'm still drunk like I feel sweaty. All you know, I feel like everyone knows everyone, yeah. you know, and then like one of the managers gets me. She's like, you smell like beer. Oh, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think what? someone spilled one on me and she was and I was like, and then I think that was I was I started feeling it. And I was like, oh, fuck, the hangover started, hitting, <laughs> you know, and I was like, hey, like the manager, I was cool with her and like she was like, She's like, I was like, hey, like, can I go? She's like, no, I know, I know what you did last night. Like, fuck mm. you. Like, you know, like, you're gonna work, you know. And I was like, dude, just send me home. And then like, she was like, you smell like beer. And she's like, she was like, drink some coffee, like, so and then get the get the. Mm -hmm. I didn't like coffee. I still don't like coffee. So I put some fucking some chocolate milkshake in the coffee. I was like, Ooh! <laughs> like that. And I was trying to like just get back in, like you know, like sober up, I guess. And she put me outside taking orders. Oh, in the God. I was stupid. I was like, eh, okay. I was taking orders. And you know how that line, I worked yeah, at the one in National City. Never ending. And so I remember coming in, like, I was like, dude, fire me. I was just like, <laughs> send me home. You know, she's like, nope, you're working your full shift. And I was like, oh. But then when you're young, you like you recover, you know, you're just like, fuck it. And then you get home, you knock out or whatever. Yeah, that reminds me one time I went and I think I was like super hungover too. Oh, but one of the things I love about working at Jack in the Box was like, I was working with all the Mexican people, you know? Oh my God. So fun. So funny. Oh this yeah. One guy, Did you have we... like, there was a guy at ours that was like, there was a couple that were like 50, like, yeah. you know, like, oh. 
excuse, like, no, ¿sabes qué? Tú andas mala, like, hungover. And I was like, no, no, like, no. all in denial, like, hoping to not get caught, you know? And I was like, oh, no, but dude, I was so hungover. But just, like, working with uh, all the Mexican people, like, las señoras, that, making yeah. jokes. Oh, my God. Dude, I loved it. Like, Pásame las chimis, changa. <laughs> Dude, so fun. I remember, like, having the radio bump in, like, La 106.5, you know, back in the, in the little back room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like, all dancing. Feliz, so much fun. Feliz. Yeah, those are the things. Obviously, the job sucks, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's why you have to have, I mean, if you don't have fun, I mean, there was those days where, like, those shifts where there was nobody that I liked or something like it was just, you know, yeah. like, fuck this shift. Like, you know, yeah. Puro um, one. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of work today. Yeah. But I may, I miss it. I definitely like had a really good relationship with like all the señoras and everyone yeah. there. I, I did miss them when I left for sure. Did you, did you, you don't have any crazy stories from when you were there? Ah, dude, you know, I swear I'm going to have, like, Alzheimer's when I'm older. I never remember. You already have it, fool. I know. That's what I'm scared of. You know what? You have it so good, you don't even remember having it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could could forget that you have it, and then you're good. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm not good at um, thinking of stories, like, off the top of my head. When they come, they come. I can't remember anything. No. So, I have a story. Okay. So, you know how, like I said, that the line would go out like very far, you yeah. know, in the, and so some people like, you know, they don't want to wait or whatever. And this freaking Chola, she cut it. Like, you know, like when you're moving up. Uh-huh. So like when the cars are moving up, she cut. And she got oh, in. Oh, like she just went in? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, like, when there was space, así como si fuera oh. la, la frontera, all six, she just fucking got in. Damn. And I was, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm still a dick, but I, would, I wouldn't have taken her order. I would have been like, ma'am, like, no, you got to go to the back of the line. Like, yeah. you know? And it also messes shit up, right? Because it's done in orden. Yeah. You know? And so he had to, like, he took an order and then he had to say, like, oh, hey, this one's actually in front of this one, you know, so just so, you, so they don't get mixed up. You know what I mean? Cause that yeah. happens all the time and you'll get people that complain about it because they got the wrong food but like you tell them you when they get to the window usually you, re- you repeat their order you know like yeah that's what you got and they're like yeah and then they get it and then they're like oh this isn't my food i was like okay i literally told you and you said yes <laughs> anyways um so this lady cut and it was, she was like a she was like a like a chola fucking like all like super like like uh like you like you, you ever seen uh what's your name chickies Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 like that, like super, like you know, it was uh-huh. back in back in like two thousand, maybe like two thousand nine or something. Um, so she cut right, and so there was people. People were upset, you know. There's people honking or whatever, like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Like, you know, get out yeah. of here. Like, well, we've been waiting, you know. And she cut. So, so then, like, she called the guy back, and so it delayed a bunch of stuff, and everything gets all fucked up. And there was a guy who was just like honking at her. And then obviously she wasn't just, she wasn't like, sorry guys. No, she was like, mm-hmm. fuck you motherfucker. Like, you know, oh talking God. shit back to people, you know? And and so she was all crazy. And I wasn't out there. I was, you know, but the guy that was out there like basically told us the rundown. And then so after, um, 
they gave her food the guy behind her was like hey like that lady right there cut and this this and that like and i forgot what he said or was it the lady behind him i don't know i don't know what the, the setup was but he had like a one of the, he had like an eclipse you know remember those mitsubishi uh -huh. eclipse the yeah. reason i say it is because so she pulled she was already gotten her food and i guess they were talking shit to each other and he's like yeah yeah like she's she was talking a lot of shit to me like he was like can you guys call the cops or something like or can you just watch out like you know and i was like dude just get out of here kind of deal you know yeah. um and so then as he starts pulling out of the drive-thru some sick ass sons of anarchy fool rolls up like fucking straight on the harley Brrr, all sick rolls up on him and he's like talking shit to my daughter and he starts like <gasps> fucking punching the hood like all sick bow bow he punches his hood like what's up you talking shit to my daughter and so this dude like he's sitting in the car and my manager goes out there and he's like he's like hey like chill chill he tells the guy you know what i mean like chill my manager was a pretty big dude so he like kind of like just kind of like he pushed him you know he pushed my manager my manager kind of pushed him back yeah. you know like hey chill chill you know and the guy like estaba en el carro así con la no, the the guy and the, the guy the dad came on the motorcycle, but the the guy was in, on his in the little eclipse, you know, and he was like parked right. He was like right in front of the store. He didn't park, but he was like just like stopped in front of the store. Yeah. And my manager was like, "Dude, get out of here!" You know. El, yeah. El bien pendejo. He does he just this big fucking face right there, and he puts his he starts putting his window down. You know, he puts mm -hmm. his window down. You know, and then he realizes, oh, he's gonna punch me in the face, so I put my window down. You know what I mean? And Why'd he do that? Well, he was going to try to reason with this fucking giant oh biker, God. you know, oh, it's because your daughter is rude. He didn't care. You know, he's just like, you know, so he didn't show up like, oh, was my daughter being rude to you? Oh, hey, you need to stop. Yeah. You know, she was a grown woman, too. She calls her dad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, so he's rolling his window. He rolled his window down. And when he realizes, oh, I'm going to get punched in the face because I'm just sitting here like a dumbass, you know, he starts rolling it up. And then my manager's like, dude, get out of here. Like, what do you like? Just just go because you're yeah. in the car and this dude's walking like, you know, whatever. And when he does that, the freaking biker dude. And the reason I say it was an eclipse is because the eclipse, no tiene, like the window, the glass just comes up. It doesn't have, you know how your car oh. has a frame, you know, yeah, yeah. It's ex when you open the door, there's nothing on top. It's just this yeah. vidrio. And so when he started putting his window up, he went and the dude just grabbed the glass, like grabbed onto the window. Yeah. And he had gloves on and everything. And the glasses went snap and it freaking shattered everywhere. Yeah. My manager's like, dude, get out of here. Get out of here. And like the dude took and took off. And then and then like my manager's just looking at me and I'm just like, oh, oh. And then like, you know, like it's going down. And he's like, dude, call the cops. I was like, oh yeah. And I think that was the first time I ever called the cops. And I was like 20 years old. You, know, you never call the cops, you just see shit go down. Oh, dang. You know, I mean, it didn't seem like a situation to call the cops. Like, if he left, like, se fue, and then he's, I don't know. It just it just seemed like, oh, it just it just seemed like a cheese man to me. And he's like, call the cops. And I was like, oh. That's what you get for working out the one in National City, dude. Hey, 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 hey. Don't start talking shit about no. National City, bro. No, no, I don't pensar. You're always going to back up your city, huh? Hell yeah, back up the city. And one time we had a bum, too, that he used to always go. Always. And he was always messing with people or he would, like, you know, like, get in the store and try to get food and stuff like that. And we actually ended up getting a restraining order on him. Like, he was crazy or what? Yeah, because he got in a fight with one of the guys that was taking orders outside. 
Oh, damn. Yeah, he like, I he said something and he swung at him and until like the dude like swung back, you know? Um, and then like, I remember one time he was there and I guess the, my manager had already, he, they had gotten the, the, the subpoena, you know, to like, to, to his restraining order. And he's like, go change, go change, go change. So I was like, why is this just called change? And I was, I was in my uniform. Yeah. So I, I changed. And then I was, he's like, here, he's like, go to him and tell him you've been served. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, just give, hand him this, tell him you've been served. And I was like, hey, Copa. And he's like, oh, Capella. And I was like, you've been served. And I was like, sick. I was all sick, like fucking oh. like Seth Rogen and Pineapple Express. <laughs> Dang, dude. Straight okay, serving so. subpoenas. All sick. I don't think I ever had any crazy, like, oh, that was things a bunch of crazy stuff. Nah. That's, no. That's and I don't think you guys get the same picky people. Probably, huh? We get we get like people that are very specific about what they want and they want you to do it and you can't tell them no, you know. Yeah, because they know like In and Out is one of those that like caters to the customers like no other, you know, like no other restaurant. So yeah, they, they take, take advantage. advantage. Yeah, well, hell yeah, they take advantage. Les gusta. Dude, speaking of In and Out, it sounds so good right now. I haven't had In and Out for a long time, like years probably. Years? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know. I just I never eat out um like any fast food. So I, I mean know. in and out's pretty I mean it's pretty fresh, you know what I mean? It's a good yeah, it's a good, it's a good choice, I think. It always yeah. it's always it always hits a spot. Sounds sounds good. I like in and out with a view, just in, getting a box, going, you know, going to the park, chilling, mm. fucking sick ass view, and just fucking fries all sick. <laughs> fucking burger and the little paper mm. and you eat a piece like of a paper because little... it has cheese on it and a little piece <laughs> the cheese paper what the what's it called it the secret sauce spread oh yeah 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 the spread i don't i, I put ketchup and mustard on it instead of the spread mm. i don't like the i don't like the little thing no Why? i never liked it never liked it as long as i was there and then i would go home my fingers just straight fucking onions, <laughs> just onions, onions. Just smell like onions. Hey, you know what? We're gonna give we'll give a trick. You know, I'll tell you a trick how to get rid of that smell. Lemon or what? No, you put them in your butt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so what you do is you get sugar. Uh -huh. You get sugar, and so what I would do is is um I get sugar and then I put a little soap on it, like the the hand soap that we had. Uh -huh. And then I would just, I would wash them all sick, bam, bam, just like get in there and everything. And they end up smelling kind of like sweet from the sugar, but the, the little granules in the sugar, like get all the like smells and stuff off of your thing. And then you get, it gets them all soft too. So, oh. I mean, since we had like little sugar packets, I would just grab sugar packets and I'd be like, ah, and fucking wash them all sick. Damn. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm, I that. Like a little exfoliator. Yeah. A little exfoliator. Okay. So. We got to go back to, oh no. So there was two things I wanted to go back to. One, calling on the phone. And then, uh, do you, you remember, did you have that like, well, I guess you're, well, no, you're a girl, but I, I remember having a call, like when I liked a girl or something, or like something, I would have to call her house. Oh, yeah. You know, and be like, oh, is, is Vidi home? Oh, the cabello ahorita. And then they had yeah. it. Hey, no estoy en el teléfono mucho tiempo porque que estoy esperando nada. Like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, yeah. Oh, fuck, what did I call? Like, that's all fucking. Yeah, I remember in high school. Um, yeah, like my friends, I guess, my little boyfriend, he would call me 
And I don't know, this was just so weird. But I would just be in the sala, like, freaking on the phone for hours. Hot, a fucking hot ass ear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweaty. <laughs> oh, bien roja. Ew. Fucking you know? talking about nothing, huh? Exactly. <laughs> like, I hate talking on the phone. I don't even know why I did it back then. But yeah, I was so like, you would just exactly talk about nothing, just nonsense, or just be quiet, just hear <laughs> each other breathing, all dumb. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah. Nothing? And then it wasn't until like, I guess my junior year, maybe, when I got, like, a cell phone, like, those little flip phones, it was so small, but it was back when you had to pay, um, or, like, prepaid minutes or whatever. That's no, the one I they had. had plans. Yeah, had, that's the one I had. I had a plan. I had a, I had a, I've had my cell phone, I think, since I was, like, 16, and the same number and everything. I don't know if people always changing numbers, no pagan los biles. No, well, I never had a plan because my parents didn't have a cell phone or anything, and I didn't like couldn't get a plan by myself for I don't oh. know. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my brother had one, and then I jumped on his plan. Okay, you know, I never had one, and then we back in the day when you had to pay freaking like ten cents for each freaking text. Message. Oh, text! Hey, oh, you know, you know, what? in in college, uh, uh, Cruiser had that, like he had a prepaid phone or something like that. <laughs> and he would be like he would tell people like, hey man like hey, when you text me like or when i text you don't text okay like you it's <laughs> another yeah. 10 minutes like you text back oh okay cool got it no <laughs> 10 minutes 10 that's seconds. crazy huh how they would charge you like for getting a text message like that how well remember I... remember like oh dude call me call me in like you know call me in, like five minutes because it's gonna be oh right after now, seven right now no after it was after nine it was after mm -hmm. nine, and then it became. I think Sprint was the one that was like, "Oh, we're doing it at seven. All sick." Yeah. And yo, since I had a job, I was like, "Fucking unlimited, full unlimited minutes." Wow. And who would you talk to? Nadie, way, but I had unlimited minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a chance, I, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk it, fool. <laughs> I didn't want to risk that girl calling, and then I don't have minutes. You know, esperando. Yeah. That's crazy. Those were the good old days, though. Yeah, like I said, I used to like used to have to call, like you know. Oh, and then I used to do all these prank calls too. I never, you know, I never did prank calls. Well, maybe well, you, I think it's more of a boy thing. You call, you know, because then caller ID started happening. But then, like before that, I would like, yeah, you know, we wouldn't just call random numbers. We would call people that we knew. You know what I mean? And what would you say? I don't know. There was there was a bunch of like, there was one that I remember specific that my friend did. Uh, it was a. And he said he said her, his name was Brittany Magic. Who what? Yeah, I don't. I just and he was just talking in this voice and like, who is this? They were like, <laughs> just, you know what I mean, like. And then you can keep it going because you figure it's one of your friends or something, you know. Um, but like I, I've done some good ones. I just I just recently got my buddy actually on on a, on a prank call, because um, he calls me from his work phone a lot, and sometimes uh -huh. I'm like, oh, who is this? And I'll answer it, and I'll be like, hello, and he's like, oh, blah blah. He just starts talking. I mean, he doesn't realize that he called me from his work phone. Yeah. Because um, I guess it's like attached to his cell phone. Um, and and I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, and he's like, oh, you didn't know it was me? I was like, no, because I was just like, well, what the fuck? And they just, you know? Yeah. So I called him from my work number, um, and he's in finance. And so I told him, like, hey, your assistant gave me your number, blah, blah. I made, like, a sick-ass voice of, like, an old white dude and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then I'll... I do the voice. <laughs> I knew it. 
I knew you would say that. I, I don't remember the voice exactly, but I was like, we were like, hey, like, I was like, I was like, I was like li li listen, bro, listen, bro, listen, li listen, bro. I need to get I, I need to get on this GameStop stuff, man. I don't know what what's going on right now, but I need you to get me in on this GameStop stuff because I need to make some money. I, I, let, let's make some money, man. Let's let's just do it. Let's do it. And he was like, oh, he's like you, he's like you gotta go through the through the system and blah blah blah. I was like, look, buddy, buddy, buddy. Oh buddy. God. I was, like, <laughs> I was super like I was like, look, buddy, we're already on the phone. Let, let's just let's make some money, man. Let's make some money. And he's like, oh, uh, he's like, how did you get my number? I was like, I think your assistant gave it to me, man. I think it's, I guess, I don't know, I forgot his name, blah, blah. And he was like, he told me that he was already messaging his assistant, like, why the <laughs> fuck did you get my number? <laughs> but I just kept like, come on, buddy, let's get in on this GameStop stuff. Like, I want to make some money, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. Sounds like an annoying customer. Like, but that happens all the time, you know? So I feel like he was kind of like, oh, like, you know, people are like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, you have my money and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but it yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, I've had to, I've had some good ones. I told Bert about one that like I did on my on my dad's answering machine and he, he saved it. He liked it so much. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, he like it because like he had a friend that is they called him El Frijol. Oh, there you go, the Mexican you know, Yeah, they call him a frijol. And then, so he would call or whatever. And then I called and I was like, ¿Qué onda? I was like, soy yo, la lenteja. ¿Dónde andas, cabrón? One time we counted how many times my dad said cabrón in one phone call. It was like 37 or something. Oh, really? Yeah. No, ese cabrón. Déjate digo, cabrón. Este cabrón ni sabe. Es un, es un cabrón bien cabrón. It's it just like fucking, like over and over and over. I was like, oh my god. Or what is he? Your, what, does your does your mom or your, like when they they're just talking on the phone and they go, a. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah, a. And then they go, no, pues sí, sí, <laughs> no, pues sí. My favorite is, no. ya la conoces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang, dude. I think I'm adopting like some of those Mexican like. Oh yeah! Oh hell yeah! Uh, what's it called? Um, habits, I guess. Mannerisms I, I and, and like, like, uh, yeah. like sayings and shit. Yeah, I feel like I'm turning into my mom. Like as I grow up, literally, yeah. I'm turning into her. Bien regañona. Ooh. No, and hey, but hey, but get ready for when you're in your fifties, you're gonna be partying all sick. Dude, I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly. Did you ever have where your parents were like on the like on the phone? One, there's one when they're talking shit about you on the phone to like somebody. And then mm -hmm. like then they're talking to somebody else and then they're talking good about you. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think my mom ever talked bad about us she would just focus on the good stuff i guess well, sorry Plus I'm an angel sorry no fucking no vas a creer comadre que nah. crees la corrieron del taco shop <laughs> <laughs> my only downfall dude salió bien mala para rayar queso <laughs> good i hated that job anyways shit i don't think i ever got fired I get fired. That was my one and only time I got fired. So. And then the other one I wanted to go back to was the taquitos. Which taquitos? <laughs> do you want to do, <laughs> do it? Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather eat five roll tacos 
This is if this is gonna now people are gonna know my my, <laughs> my, my our, our sick games that we play. <laughs> Five road tacos with poop in them. They're nice, bien doraditos, but it has it has some of that shredded cheese and some lettuce on top. Okay, okay. And some guac. Actually, no, an order of ten. Nice, oh, nice order of ten, or drink a gallon of spit. I see it just a to gallon? the face, just to the face, gallon the spit. Oh man, I think I'd go with the taquitos. Oh. <laughs> At least it has toppings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what, what what you want me to give you a little like a what are the those um ah como se llaman those, those the little those Mexican like uh drinks something light and they sell like the little powder. Oh, I don't know, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like on the Mexican commercials, like the Mexican TV. Yeah, that yeah, one? yeah. It's something something light. Um, I don't know. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, so let's take. Oh, you want to put one of those in the little in the in the spit bucket or in the spit oh, uh, gallon? No, because can you imagine all like gooey and it'd be so thick. thick. No. Okay. Okay. Would you rather? <laughs> Would you rather have um, people like, let's see, a hundred paper cuts all over your body with mm. a thick, like the thick, thick. cardboard suit? <laughs> or, or have all your fingernails and toenails pulled out one by one? Ah. Paper, oh, the paper cuts, fuck. It'd be in between your fingers. I know you'll get in between the fingers, just like. Like on your mouth, of your, like side of your mouth. Fucking all the little tender fucking spots and stuff? Or yeah. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. All the webs. You know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the paper cuts final answer. And I'll tell you what. Oh. I'll tell you what. And then I'll sprinkle some freaking uh, lime juice on them. Oh no! I'll tell you why because the paper cuts will heal faster. You've seen my fucking nail; it still has oh, yeah. it's, it's like at the end stages of healing, and this didn't even come completely off. Imagine, fool! You don't have fingernails for like a year. That's crazy. And they grow out all nasty. Yeah, no. but these are our, like the sick games that we play, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so now we now you got to turn it around. We have to now we have to get serious. Okay. Yeah, we have to talk about mental health. All right, I'm ready. You're all scared. Damn. A ver, a ver. <laughs> no, I, I think um, I, the, I, one thing that I then that we've been talking about that I think, and that's why I like. I mean, because I feel like a lot of the stuff we have talked about covers mental health, like you know, hanging with your friends and and kind of learning about your, you know, about your husband's friends and that dynamic of you having to deal with like, oh, I'm shy, and you know, I really like him, and you know, I want to be cool with his friends, but I have to get over this shyness, and you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's those are all things that are our mental health, and that's why. That's why I like to do it in this way because it's not so much like, oh, let's get serious and, and yeah. you know, what are the issues that you have? And no, because those are stuff that you talk about. And like I said, like you had mentioned, you know, a guy that you dated that you felt like you weren't yourself and you know what I mean? And now you feel like you could be yourself. But I feel like sometimes we also we also don't let ourselves be ourselves and we try to blame the other person. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Of like, oh, well, I couldn't be myself. It's like, well, why? Were you trying to please him? Like, was he? There's some, yeah, maybe he was a dick or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and that's where, you know, hey, I had to, and you're, and you're still, but you still could have been like, oh, this guy's a dick. I'm out, you know, or whatever, yeah. or whatever the case may be. But like, yeah, you have to like learn and adjust along the way, right? And those little things, like, like you said, like working at these shitty jobs, but like there was cool people there. You know what I mean? And that goes back to like your community and like, you know, um, who's there, like the, the people that are there. It's like, oh man, there's a fucking working late graveyard, but oh, fucking Don Juan was fucking cracking yeah. jokes or whatever, you know what I mean? And it was a good time. And you don't really think about it as, as, as crazy, you know? But then again, like, man, you see some of those people, like you said, the people are doing the pisca and everything that are like, man, they're like, they're like 50 and, you know, they're doing this. I'm 20 and I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like yeah, imagine I, doing it for another 30 years, you know? I know, it's crazy, but I think you're right um, that part of mental health is um, just like seeing, well, for me specifically, how I kind of prevent myself from getting stressed. I mean, I still get stressed sometimes, but just kind of like looking at the positive things, what, wherever you are, you know, even when I was working at the taco shop or Jack in the box, like obviously those jobs are not the best. That's not what I'm going to do for the rest of my life or that wasn't my plan, but I would always try to find something, you know, fun, um, someone that I could talk to, um, just the positive things in each situation, like has really helped me to just kind of like chill out and not get that stressed and, keep sane, I guess, you know, because a lot of the times I think we tend to focus on, oh, I'm at this job and I hate it, you know, I, I need don't want to change. I need here. a change. But it's like what what needs to change? Is it the job? Like and then we were actually talking about this what last week, remember? Yeah. We were like, dude, like if you're miserable at every job, then the common denominator there is not like, you know what I mean? Like they're different jobs or whatever, but the common denominator there is you because you're you, yeah. There's never where you're like, oh, this one was cool, or I like this about it, but I didn't like this about it. It's just always like, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. I don't like my job. I hate my job. That's natural. People hate their jobs. Who cares? You got to make money. And it's like, well, yeah. it, you know. It goes back to finding the positive in, in in each situation. And obviously, like, I was in those jobs that are, like, you get paid, like, pennies, you know? Um, yeah. But just some of the, like, the lessons that you learn make up for the years or whatever the time that you were there and I think just like all the lessons that I've learned um have really helped me to keep a keep positive and just say like hey I've been through worse you know it can only get better from here honestly and that's kind of like what I always think wherever um I'm at working I always try to do my best um that way I can keep excelling and I don't know that's how I I've always been um so I never Obviously, I get stressed and stuff, but I never let myself just feel so down that I feel like giving up, you know, because I see a lot of people and even in my um, in my job currently, they're like, oh, I'm so over it. Like, I've been doing this for such a long time, but they're not doing anything to get out, you know, to better yeah. themselves. Um. So, yeah, I think it's for sure it's your own mindset. Like, you have to make that choice to like do extra stuff to make yourself stand out yeah. um, and it's hard you know but 
people could do it and that's kind of like how i get myself motivation people could do it <laughs> there's a there's a great quote that i like that that says um when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change you know and oh. it it sounds very like what like you know um thinking though it, it's true though right because because um like the, the, there's a story about like this lady that said like oh everybody at my job is like against me everyone's out to get me everyone's you know doing this and that and then like basically they tell her okay try this try this for two weeks or you know for two weeks just just be you know everybody that tries to come after you or whatever just like just just smile and just just like be more you know like just do what they say just do what they say or just just like be more be cooperative with them you know no matter what just two weeks you just have to do it for two weeks you'll be fine you know and like you that's all you have to do um if somebody asks you like you know if somebody tells you like to change something just change it and say okay thank you or whatever and yeah. basically she comes back in two weeks she's like you're not gonna believe it everyone changed they're all really nice to me now and this is and that and it's just like why though right because you were the one creating that like those that those negative encounters right like if it's like when that email comes in as soon as it comes in you're like ah she already messed up she didn't do this she didn't do that she didn't do this instead of like oh hey by the way like i noticed you did it is this can you get this done or whatever hey thanks i really appreciate it boom you know now it's a different encounter as opposed to like oh my god as soon as something comes in you know what i mean you put yourself in that state and you know what though like i was in and out for a while you know and like I even graduated college and I was still kind of working there. I was trying to work out, you know, what was my next move. And I was there for like a year or maybe a little less than a year. And then I left to LA. Um, but I remember like, like I was telling you, like if there was those shifts, you know, where I was like, fuck, I know I'm going to have to work so hard today because this guy's here and this guy's here and they just fuck around. Yeah. And so I remember like literally coming into the shift. I was already, I was already in a bad mood kind of, I was already like, oh fuck, it's going to be a rough night. So it, yeah. it was always, and those nights were always rough because I was setting them up. And like I said, I was like, I was young, you know? And so, but I was, you know, to me in my head, I'm like, eh, fucking stupid job. Like, you know what I mean? Now yeah. looking back, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, obviously I needed to get out and that's a big sign. Like, hey, it's yeah. get out, you know? But also I kept, I stayed there, you know? And, but I was still, I had a, a terrible outlook. And then at, towards the end, since I already kind of knew I was leaving, I was having all kinds of fun, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, you know i have those times too it, it you obviously get to a point in a job like if you don't like it you're not comfortable like you're over it you're gonna go in feeling like already in a bad mood like you said and i definitely yeah. did have those um those days um but yeah it's all how you look at it if you go in with a positive attitude like it's just things are gonna work out one way or another like they'll work out for you um, but it's, it's kind of hard. Well, you have to, I mean, you put in the work, you know, and like a lot of yeah. people just want things to happen and like, you know, like, oh, I should have got that promotion. Why? Well, because I've been here longer. Okay. So, but why should you get the promotion? Because I've been here longer. Like, it's just, you just been, you yeah. just been here longer, but they've been working hard and they've been, you know, investing their time or whatever it may be. I mean, like with what I do now, or what I did, like, not everybody would go out and do like stuff like that, like entrepreneurship, but it's like, you have to put yourself out there and just do it. And then it's hard to like, say, Oh fuck. Like all my friends are doing this and they're making more money or doing that and whatever they're, they're buying houses or whatever it may be. But it's like, where are you happy? You know, there's a bunch of people that are like doing this and that and you, and you from the outside, you're like, Oh, they look very happy. Right. Cause yeah. maybe social media, 
you know, and they're like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. But then you like hang out with them and they're just like, oh, fuck, like I don't want to go to work. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, damn, I thought this was what, like what you wanted to do. Like, you know, you're, you're whatever, you're an architect now. And then they're like, fuck, I hate this, you know? Yeah, I guess you just never know like what people are going, are going through. You just see what they want you to see. And then people are just dealing with so much stuff on the inside, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the people that have that facade, right, of like of helping people or they want to want to be there for people. And then when when it actually those opportunities come up, they don't they don't help anybody, you know, even at work and stuff. And they're always just looking for people to help them. You know, I always say it the same thing with like with the fraternity, like we have our page on like Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see guys like, I don't know, some guy jumped in there like, oh, hey guys, I'm selling this, this and that. And I was like, who's this guy? Like, I don't know who this guy is, but he knows that there's a bunch of people on there like, oh, support me or whatever. And sometimes yeah. you wanna support people, but also like, well, this guy's never supported anything I've done. And who knows this guy? So it's like, you have to, it, and I talked about it in the, in the podcast that I did yesterday. It's like, you have to bring value too, right? Like people always wanna take. They always want to take that was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like if you're cooking or something, you know, they're like, oh, well, what, what could I bring or anything? Or, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like my dad was always like, if you're inviting people over to your house, you don't invite them to bring you stuff. Right. You invite them because you want to invite them to your house. Now, yeah. if you like say, oh, yeah, we'll bring whatever you want or, or if they're, you know, whatever, that's fine. Or, hey, we need ice. To, you know, we could pick it up on the way here or whatever. Yeah. But like you're inviting people because you want to you want them to come, not because you want them to bring something. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so building that, like, yeah, this, it's not about an exchange. It's about, I just want you to hang out and I want to spend time, you know, with you. And I guess yeah. that ties back to like, you know, your family and your parties and just having that, that ambiance and that community, you know? It is. Yeah. I'm really lucky that, um, just having a, such a big family, like family, friends, and like you said, a community that um kind of gets your mind like away from all the stress like that's going on it's just a good time to hang out um talk to each other and be there for each other and i guess i'm blessed in that way because like a lot of people don't have that you know i guess yeah. so for me it was just normal and a lot of people can't even have dinner with their you know with their parents or not available or they don't have family around or or they're available but they're not it's not a healthy you know, yeah. family dynamics. So you're like, you kind of like, you don't want to go, you know, or you go and you pop into your parents and you know, you, you live by yourself because you don't, you know, because you're, it's so toxic to be at your parents' house or whatever, yeah. you know. I, I never like really understood um, that that was like something that people would go through, I guess. Um, not, I think maybe I didn't even realize until I went to college. So I would see like people, or they would tell me about their experiences in high school. They would go to parties, like, sus papas no les decían nada, you know? Um, like, stuff like that. I would be like, what the heck? That was, that was just so strange to me that, like, their parents were always working or, like, just not available. They didn't have family around. It was just, like, obviously a much different experience than mine. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think I'm very lucky to have, like, my whole family really available to me. So what, um, what, what would you say is like, if something's going on or you're stressed, is there certain people that you go to or what, what, what do you, who are kind of your go-to people? Well, number one is Misal Galvin. Yeah. My partner. I mean, 
he's my number one. I always communicate because obviously he number one. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I mean, he sees me like he notices it in me before I'm even ready to like talk about it. You know, if I'm yeah. stressed out. He can kind of tell, and he's the one's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Um, but other than that, I mean, I have a, a few friends. Honestly, my circle, I guess you could say, is really small. Um, I'm not one to be super public about a lot of things. So I would say, like, Jenny would be one person. She's been my best friend since, like, sixth grade. That was a long time. So if, like, if, what about, like, your your, your mom? Is there, is there your mom somebody that you go to? Or, because I feel like some people have... Like, I feel like I can go to my mom, but I don't go to her for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm like, kind of like, oh, well, she's not going to get it or, yeah, or, or I'm like, oh, I can't tell her. <laughs> this no, is I mean, yeah, obviously it depends on the issue, I guess. But before, like when I used to still live with my parents, it was hard because a lot of the things I was going through was like college stuff. They... And I was like, ah, they're not going to understand me, you know? So I yeah. can't really, and I'm the oldest, so I wasn't going to go to, like, my young siblings to talk about it. So I just had my friends. But now, like, now that I don't live with my parents, um, and not that I'm stressed out or anything, but, like, if I just need advice or just need anything, I think the relationship with my mom has grown way more. Like before, I would always find excuses to like get out of the house. I don't want to be there. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I'm like, ah, what are you doing? Like every day, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, good night. Love you. Like this, that, you know? Yeah. Just like a way better relationship. We look forward to like going over there on the weekends to have dinner. So, like, even sometimes we're not doing anything during the week. We're like, oh, let's go have a coffee with my mom, you know, after work or whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I need to go bring her something like, I don't know, just any excuse to go visit her. And just our relationship is so like, so, so much better. Like, plus, obviously, now that I'm an adult and I'm married and whatever. So I think we could connect in that way. Barely. And whatever. <laughs> Barely. You know? We have like more things in common. And also, like when we go over there for dinner and stuff. Sometimes it'll just be like my parents and then Misa and I, like my siblings um, will be in their rooms because they're teenagers. So they'll be all like encerradas. You teenagers. Know? Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll share like really meaningful conversations with my parents. And that's like something really cool that's new, like now in this like phase of Isn't that weird? Isn't that like, when I, was, yeah. I mean, I guess it could uh, good for the for the weirdo, you know. Like it, it feels so weird when you know you have those conversations with your parents, and I guess more the transition of like from being a kid, seeing your parent as your parent to getting to the transition of like, oh wait, like that's a that's a person too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they had to, they had to learn. Like they didn't know how to fucking have kids either. They don't, you know what I mean? They don't, they didn't know that they, they don't right. know until, until it happens. And they had to learn along the way. Like you're saying like, well, you know, they didn't know about college and stuff. And like, especially when you're first generation, mm -hmm. you kind of have to like put yourself out there and, and, and figure it out. You know what I mean? And you could have easily not. There's so many people out there that, that make the excuse. Well, my parents didn't do this or my parents didn't teach me Spanish or my, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, well, 
you know you like it, it cool that's cool i mean what, how long are you gonna go just keep blaming your parents you know what i mean like yeah. eventually you're gonna have to do something about it yourself you know yeah it's been like really really cool um just them confiding like all these things how they started like how they started dating how they how did it feel like to have me like their first baby like that becoming parents you know um of just being married because they got married when i mean back in the day was that was young like they got married at 20 21 my parents yeah. did um so just like that whole journey and obviously relating it to now me and michelle because we're starting to live you know start our own life together so it's kind of like cool to um just like compare stories and i don't know it's really just seeing them as not my peer because i mean they're still my parents but yeah like, we're all adults you know yeah that's a, what i'm saying cool conversation like just another uh, another uh, human you know because i feel like yeah. you don't it's like when you like when you your teachers and you see the teacher at the store and you're like oh my god that's a teacher like you're like, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. actual real people you know it's like another breed yeah and i think and i think also the other part is you start you also see the the flaws you know yeah. you see them as a as a as a person because of first every person has flaws and everything i think when you're a kid Sometimes you think your parents have all the answers, you know? Yeah. And on the flip side of that too, like you said, you can recognize the flaws in them. For me, I think it's been like a little bit of the opposite. When I was younger, I would see more flaws, like especially as a teenager. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents, like this yeah. and that. But now- <laughs> Why does my dad dress like that? Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. how embarrassing. <laughs> I know, but now, um, I feel like was it? I see them in a more like forgiving light. Like I understand all the stuff that they did and whatever, you know, like I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I know why you did that. You know, you had to do it for our own good or this or that, or you didn't have the money or you didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Like now I'm beginning to understand like all these things. Um, so it's, it's been an interesting journey. Um, and you know, let me tell you the story of when I moved out of the house. Oh, there you go. Because, I, did I ever tell you? I don't know. No? Okay, well, um, I lived with my parents, well, my whole life until I just moved out when I was, when Misa and I got married. Um, I was 29, so this whole time, like, dating Misa and everything, like, I ne we never lived together. So, finally, right, I was like, okay, well, I'm, we got married, and then I'm going to move out. <laughs> okay. <you know? laughs> Okay, it's time I'm for going. Me to go. No one's gonna yeah. stop me. <laughs> I'm, yeah, on, I'm like, opening the door. It was really weird, like a weird. I don't know because my sit, my sister, the one that's um, after me, she's the one that's 25. She left the house right after she graduated high school because she went to college. So she went to go like live in the dorms and. But all she that she went to a college far away. Yeah, she went to Not Oakland. Yeah, and then my brother, he left before me. He left to go to um, UCSD. And I mean, it's yeah. not that far, but still, you know, like you're not living in the house. Yeah. And so when it was my time, I was like, all right, well, okay, I'm going to go. And we were like moving all the stuff over to the house. And then my room, like, you know, just started getting emptier and emptier and emptier. And at first, my mom, como, like, como que no la quería, you know? 
like she was like how she started seeing my stuff like be gone and I would be like okay this weekend I'm gonna move you know my clothes this weekend I'm gonna move my bed blah blah blah, whatever so anyways it was like one of the last days Misa helped me move just the last little bit of stuff we had dinner with my parents and stuff and then I was like basically like okay well I mean I literally don't even have a bed here I, I all my stuff is gone like I think that I think that's it. Like, I'm leaving right now. And my mom's like, yeah, get the bus ahí. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, that's it. <laughs> and then um, she was all making her little coffee in the kitchen. And I was like, okay, mom, bye. Like, it was so an awkward situation, you know? I was like, okay, bye. And then I gave her a hug. And then she held me for so long. And I was like, oh, my God, don't even. I was, like, getting all choked up. Ooh. You know, like that hug where you just like embracing and then she's not saying anything but I could tell like what she was thinking like probably what was going on through her mind is what was going on through my mind at the same time and god we it seemed like so long it must have been like five minute hug like five minutes for a hug is a long time you know just like That's, quiet yeah, she was like just cuddling, rubbing my yeah. back you know that yeah. like yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. I was so, I don't know. Um, and then she said, one lean of in, the lean one in, thing. Lean in, lean in, She said, um, she said, oh, oh thank, thank you. Oh, right. She's like, thank <laughs> you for, she's like, thank you for staying with me all these years or something, sharing all these years with me, something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, like, I got so choked up. And then she started crying. And then I was like, fuck, <sighs> like, when your throat's all, when your throat's all hot, you know, like, oh, but my it's God, a, dude. I, I feel like, but it's such a good, like, uh, you know, and I'm going to put this out there because so many people are so, like, you know, crying, like, oh, my God. But it's such a good cry, right? It's oh no! Like, it, it it's, is. It's, it, it's like it's it's like it's an intense it's an intense feeling, but it's in it's like a sad but like happy kind of like you know what I mean? Like wow! Like it, it's you're you're feeling like I feel like I feel like years of, of stuff and just just that feeling's there. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah. and you're not saying anything, but it's just like fuck! Like what? This is crazy! You know? Like, yeah, and I was. I was trying to be silly, you know, I'd be like, hi, I'm You're trying to, yeah, you're trying to break that yeah, tension. Like, you're trying to... I was like, ma, I was like, quiere llorar, quiere llorar, like that in the beginning, you know? Yeah, and then you were the one who was like, yeah. so, I didn't. I, dude, I was so ch choked up, but I didn't cry. I was just like, we just held each other kind of. And then I said bye to my dad and he was just, um, you could tell he was kind of like tense too, he's, you know? He's like serious. But or... he didn't like show it as much as my, huh? He was like serious. Yeah, like not serious. Like he was quiet, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then he just like you know we hugged and stuff. He's like, oh, you know, I'll be here for anything that you need. Like he'd always, you know, count on me, whatever. And then um, okay, so that was it. We said our goodbyes. We went on the car, dude. We get in the car, fucking waterworks immediately. Yeah, I was like fucking sobbing. Like I could not hold it back. It was such a weird like feeling um just i don't know and then when i got to the house and i went to sleep finally you know like in a new room and i was like fuck like i want to 
I miss my mom already. Literally. Yeah. I felt Even like though you didn't like sleep with her or anything, you know, you had your own. I know. Movie. I felt like such a little kid. I was like, what the heck? Like, what a weird feeling. But, uh, you know, you just start thinking of all these memories. Like, and she looked like 10 minutes away. So it's yeah, not that yeah, serious. Yeah. But, dude, it was such a, like. Uh, emotional time and then later on I asked my mom um well I told her like what happened that I was like all crying and stuff and she's like oh yeah me too and your dad was probably crying too but he went to the room so I wouldn't see him and I was like I don't know just that connection I guess I don't know I, I will always remember that for sure it was a special like moment that we shared well I, I think that at least you know the relationship that i've seen as well and then when you're the first born like you're saying oh my sister did this and my brother took off and they don't feel as much responsibility you know yeah and i feel like you as far as like what i've seen like it seems like it's like your siblings have like your parents and you and but you're more like kind of like a second or third parent you know yeah. what I mean? not that you're like you know giving them shit or not that you're, you know, but like you, you do and like you kind of, you're there for them. And I think that's, that's, you played that role. And so it wasn't so much that you're like, cause I feel like, like you're saying, you're like, oh, like a little kid. But I mean, it's, I think for Latinos, that that's a dynamic, you know what I mean? Especially mm -hmm. for like, like female Latina, like, like Latinas, it's like, you don't move out till like, you know, usually that you're, you know, well, like obviously college and stuff, but yeah, usually until you're going to like go, move in with somebody, you know, and because I think also like, like the, 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 the dads and stuff want to keep you safe. They're like, no, 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 don't go live yeah. anywhere else. Like, you know, kind of deal, Yeah. you know, but like I said, it's like, it wasn't so much like, oh, you're leaving. It was more like, cause you were so much a part of, of that. And then you still had, you know, younger, younger siblings and stuff that, you know, your parents are still raising and, you know, yeah. Yeah. It was hard. But I mean, now, like, um, I mean, my siblings are a little bit older. They're, I mean, they're old enough to have a phone and stuff, so I can <laughs> communicate with them. They're not like little, little. Oh, kids. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, like your, you don't your role with your siblings isn't like a role of like you know, oh, fuck, let's have fun. Like it's more like it is a little bit more maternal role. Oh yeah, you know it what is. I mean? sure. Yeah, even though they find me cringy all the time. I try to be cool, but you doing your TikTok videos or what? <laughs> yeah. No, no, stop me on the porno. I do try. I literally try to be cool and like do their little dances or whatever is trending. But they always tell me that it's not in style. <laughs> so I'm always late to the party. Like, well, I'm you guys aren't doing the Gangnam style anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Even on Facebook, they... Uh, oh, that's because you're on no Facebook all the Facebook. time. No, no one uses Facebook. No. Just everything. I'm cringy. But, you know, just for that, I always try to do it on purpose, even more, and in public. Mm. I love it. You, you, you're the you're the one that shares those uh those strawberry shortcake uh, little little memes with a little... With, uh, with a little uh, when the little piece of Biblia, or you send them a, a no. video of the Rosa de Guadalupe. No. I'm not that. No no. Pokemon. Mira, mira aquí en el, en el, en la Rosa de Guadalupe. Uh, I'm not on that level yet. <laughs> that was good. That's a good. That was a really good story. That was, you know. So.
Do you do you have? I have to ask you the the question that everyone gets asked. Do you have a time where you felt like a weirdo? I mean, I know you. I, I think that that that's one thing that I was thinking about before we jumped on. I was like, if there's anything that like I feel that like made us good friends was that we were like weird around each other. I, definitely, I was a lot weirder, or you would push me to be weirder. <laughs> Especially you and Jenny, you'd be like, "Yeah, do that thing, do that thing." <laughs> and then what do you say? How? How? Like how? Like how? Like how? Oh, see, it's like um. Fucking you, think, fool. Think. When I do that, though, I just want to make people laugh. Like, I don't know. I just want people to have a good time. But I would say one thing um, that is pretty weird is my freaking witch laugh that comes out, when, especially when I'm drunk. Oh, my God. Okay, one Your time cackle? we were at, Yes, my cackle, especially when me and Jenny are together. I thought you said you were gonna. That you said I was gonna. That was also you were gonna do on the. No, I'm embarrassed now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one time we were at um, what's that one bar in El Camino, a little Italy or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that has the planes that go over. Yeah, so we were there, right? We're having a good time, whatever. I was eating my drink on. And then freaking get my drink on. Yeah, Meep was there and he started like semi twerking or dancing. And I was like, I've never seen Meep like that. So, dude, I screamed so hard, like that scream laugh, hard as Start shattering glasses and everything. That one of the bartenders or someone, they came and they're like, is everyone okay? Like, (laughs) and then I was like, oh no, that was me. She's like, she's like, um, can you not do that? Like that was really loud and scary. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, oh god, how embarrassing, you know? I was just having a good time. Yeah. What'd you put in that drink, bro? It's your fault. I don't know, dude. But I'm saying the bartender. That's your fault, bro. You got. Oh yeah, that's true. But I guess that's my weird stories. I mean, I literally have so many, but I I don't so know. So many. I feel like we have a lot of like between our group just a lot of those moments too where we're just fucking dying laughing you know and i know that like misa mentioned like because we talked about like kind of like oh like how what do you do to cope or kind of to like you know de-stress and stuff like that and he was like oh i always like you know like when we chill and stuff and we joke around or we have you know a barbecue or something like that's always a good way to like to de-stress you know what i mean and yeah we just end up like you know talking shit to each other or whatever and just having like a good old time you know, and just, and I'm telling you, like, I feel like sometimes you don't even remember what the hell, like, we talked about. There's, like, some of those highlight jokes that we, like, bring up again, but there's always sometimes there's just, just stuff that we just, we're just cracking up about, you know, in that moment. Yeah, we always have that. that. Those are memories, too, that I cherish a lot. Just when it's not even that expected, you know, and then you yeah. just talk till freaking one, two in the morning, just chilling. Like categories had, all sick. When I was in quarantine, and then you came over, remember? The oh, whole yeah. COVID room? <laughs> COVID <laughs> Central. Yeah, dude. That was so much fun. Like, even though we weren't doing anything, playing yeah. music videos, I was listening to Juanga. <laughs> Soy honesto con ella y contigo. Yeah, dude, we're having a blast. And you were all paralyzed in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, dude. Good times. Well, good times. Thank, thank, thank you for for joining me on the Weirdos Only podcast. You know, I appreciate you, 
you know, coming on. I, I was hoping you would do your cackle more, you know, so that people know. Be trademark, Sorry. trademark cackle. But, you know, hopefully you have to, you have to promote it, tell your tias to listen. That way, that way you could beat Misa and you're gonna. Oh, I know. I'll try. I'll you know. see. So, yeah. But yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. It was fun. Yeah. And thanks everybody for listening.